Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 14 of the Find Your Voice podcast. In case you're new here, welcome. I'm so glad you found my podcast, and I do hope you hit subscribe if you like what you're hearing, which I'm pretty sure about. Okay, I'm Freya Casey. I'm a professional singer and vocal coach, but I'm also passionate about self-development and personal development I've been reading hundreds of books in the past few years, and I can tell you that it has truly changed my life. Today, I want to talk a little bit about reality. What is reality? We could argue that everyone has a different perception of reality. You know, for one person, one thing might ring true, and for another one, they perceive it in a whole different way. This happens all the time. My daughter asks me, and I think I've mentioned that before, you know, she asked me before, Does the tooth fairy really exist? Does Santa Claus really exist? Does the Easter bunny really exist? She's 10 years old right now. So this is usually the time around, you know, at the latest, most kids start figuring out, well, that's just something my parents used to tell me. Uh, It's cute, but I'm not a kid anymore. So I don't, I just don't believe in that kind of stuff. Uh, But here's what I tell her. I always tell her, you know, whatever is true for you, that is your reality. And the question is, would you like to believe it or not? This is something it's not, it's not going to change anything other than your own perception and how you feel about things. So what would it feel like if you believe in the Easter Bunny, and that the Easter Bunny hides all these eggs, and that you can look for them? What would you feel like if you knew that whenever you are losing one of your teeth, you can just put it under your pillow and the next morning, magically, the tooth fairy will have come and exchanged the tooth for a little gift. What would you rather believe? Would you like to believe that? Or would you rather just say, no, mom, here's my tooth. Can I have a little gift now? You know, there's something in believing something magically. And, um, you know, she knows in her heart what the truth is but to her she wants to believe the magic because it is so wonderful to believe that and a lot of times whatever we believe is our truth and it is our reality it's just a matter of our own perception and so you know to this day we talk about ooh, the easter bunny's gonna come and he's gonna just you know hide things and oh santa claus is gonna come And uh, the tooth fairy is going to come. You know, this year, I just didn't have the time. I have the twin babies. And she just last week lost um, one of her first back teeth. You know, it was was a big deal because it took a while. It was loose for a long time and it hurt and she couldn't eat right. I had to make soup a lot and like mashed potatoes, soft stuff. But it finally fell out and it was a big deal. And you know, I was just, there was so much going on. I didn't have time to go and buy a little gift and then do the thing where I put it under her pillow that night. So, you know, the next day I told her, you know what? Let's just like the tooth fairy talk to me and she wants me to go go with you and pick out a little gift. So I'm going to pick it out and I'm going to pay for it. But it's, you know, she asked me to do that. We both know that I'm going to pay for this, but 
we want to we want it to be our little reality to have a little bit of that magic and it just it it's just it just feels good it makes our lives better to believe in a little bit of magic and i have made the experience that a lot of things you know if i if i tell myself in my mind that something is true my mind will do everything it can to make it true so when this is how you manifest anything and it's not a woo-woo thing this even if you're a christian that does not go against the bible believing means that it is real for you you have to believe even in a god you don't see him physically but if you believe in him that is something it's your perception it's your reality and for you there is proof but it's not a physical proof it is more a proof of the way you're feeling about it and so your mind is always going to look for things because it's convinced that something is the truth and the reality and your mind is always going going to look for clues and for ways to prove that this is true so the same happens when you you know you picture or you are convinced that you are going to achieve something um and i'm going to give you a little update here um a couple months ago i talked to my coach and we talked about revenue goals and we had you know we we made these little stacked goals like for october november and december so i reach my goal and you know what because i told myself this is going to happen i literally saw in my mind i saw those numbers displayed on my you know account summary here my account, account statement i actually exceeded that and from now on i have i've talked about that financial thermostat you know your money thermostat usually because you think the reality is this is how much money i'm making let's say you're making 5k per month this is the reality your mind will always look for ways to make that come true because this is just what you're used to this is what you're expecting and this is what's going to happen what if you raise that temperature just a bit and you turn up the heat and you tell yourself well you know what next month i'm going to make 8k now of course if you have a job that could be difficult but what if you are trying to look for something on the side if you tell like this has rung true of, of course i have products available i have just done things so differently when in the back of my mind i it is an absolute reality for me it's my truth it's my reality that i'm going to make this amount of money and i'm give you an, i'm going to give you an actual update in just a minute here i made up my mind i made the decision and then i went specific i you know i made a plan like what can i offer that provides value and i did my one month of opera class that was one of the ways that i'm going to bring in some income but also create value it's really all about you know if you help more people if you create something valuable then people want it you know if you do something that's junk and like nobody wants then you know, no one's going to pay money for it but if you provide something that is valuable people are willing to pay in order to solve a problem or in order to be entertained i always look for things i mean like i i spend money on stuff every single day right i mean food 
that's one thing. I just ordered a new um, toner thing for um, for my printer because I have to print out all my financial statements for my CPA. And um, I, I purchase things all the time because I need them. You know, some things fill the need of like practicality. I just need the thing in order to print out something. But for example, my coach, I pay him money because there's something I want to learn. There's a pain point that I want to overcome mindsets. I want to overcome where I'm stuck and I want to get to the next level in my life because there are things that I want and I need someone from the outside to help me see what I can't see when I'm on the inside. And so just thinking of a reality that is not how it is now, but I'm convinced that this is going to be just makes it true and subconsciously you will always look for a way to do this to make this come true so that's why it's so important to always watch your language you know when you say oh I can't do that or oh I will never be able to sing well or I I, I will never make more money or I will be stuck at this job forever oh just that language suggests to your mind that that is the truth and that is reality what if you say well I'm at this job right now, but I know one day I'm not going to be here anymore. That opens up everything to your mind to look for ways. If there is an opportunity, you're totally going to see it. Whereas if you tell yourself, well, this is just it and there's no way out of it, you're not even going to look for opportunities. You're just not even going to see them. They're not going to be on your radar. And it's all about putting things on your radar. Your reticular activating system is so powerful because our mind needs a filter at all times. You know, we can't, we can literally not just deal with all the impressions, with all the senses, you know, like we taste, we smell. What if you smelled everything that was in the air? You only start smelling something when, when it's a, like a really strong smell. If we smelled everything like a dog, I don't know, dogs must have an RAS also because they would go crazy. Oh, because they smell so much better than humans do. I mean, they would just smell stuff all the time. But you see, sometimes the dogs turn their smell brain on and then they're like, you know, their nose goes up into the air. And that's the moment when they're turning on the consciousness, like the awareness of like, okay, now I'm actually smelling. I mean, the nose can always smell, but they're just now focusing on it. I, th I mean, I, how must it feel to be a dog or a cat with such a strong sense of smell? I think that would, <laughs> we would go crazy if we smelled like that. Um, but just tell yourself those things. Tell them like you have to tell yourself what you're committed to so that it will become reality. You have to tell yourself this is going to happen. No question about it. This is going to happen. This is going to be my reality. I'm seeing myself in this dream house of mine. And I'm also going to talk about something. Um, there is a little shift right now that's happening. I've talked about it to my coach. And ever since I've spoken it out loudly, it, it, it is working inside of me so much more. So let me tell you what it is. Um, so I've lived in the United States before. That was, uh, let's see, in 2005, I came back. That was when I separated from my ex-husband. And I had no, no idea if I was going to come back to the States ever, um, like live there, or if I was just going to live here in Germany for the rest of my life. So 2005, I came back here to Germany. I still had a green card at that time. Mm, but of course, 
after, you know, after leaving the country and if you don't live there consistently, I think for more than six months, um, you can, you know, you can apply for something called like you extend your absence and then you can still come back. But there's only so long you can actually not live there as a resident. Um, you will lose your status. So I eventually lost my status as a permanent resident. And so, I mean, it's okay because I have lived in Germany ever since. And this is kind of where I've been. My kids were born here in our house. Ugh, but all those, all this time over these several years now, since 2005, I've always had this in the back of my mind that, you know, the U.S. is really part of my home. And to be honest, there are a lot of things, there are a lot of things I appreciate here in Germany. It is my home where I was raised, I feel very home here. And, you know, of course, my mother is here. My brother is here. Some of my extended family, some uncles and aunts. And, um, you know, I definitely feel home here. But part of me always had this longing because I also feel home in the US. And there are a lot of things there that I still, that I also miss. I mean, there are people, definitely, I have friends over there. I even have some relatives over there in the D.C. area. Uh, they live in Virginia. And, uh, you know, I went to college there. I still know some of the professors and Southern Methodist University. Like, I have so many amazing memories from there. I really miss the place sometimes. I would love to go there and be active and, like, be involved in some of the things, not just at the university, but also around there you know I was I worked at this church before where you know a really big Episcopal church and I was one of the solo singers and I miss a lot of people there and also I just miss some of the thing like just the way of living like Texas for example I mean it is hot in the summer but the summers are long and here in Germany the climate is just so different you know it's it doesn't get that hot in the summer um but it's just a cold, long winter. And sometimes I miss those Octobers where the weather is just really nice. And those May, the months of May, where it's already very summery and you can go swimming. But here in Germany, it's still quite cool then. I miss some of that. I mean, there's always, there's something good here and there's something good there. But above all, some of the things that kind of make my quality of life a little bit less great that is happening here in Germany. Number one is the school. So I have twin babies now, they're 10 months. And I have this ahead of me, like this is still to come, this entire school uh, chapter that my kids are going to go through. My older daughter, she's in fifth grade now, so still a few more years there. But here in Germany, homeschooling is illegal and so there's no option if I you know if if I would not like my daughter to go to the public school here there's literally no other option I mean there are some private schools but very rare very rare unless you live in a really big city there are really not a lot of options everyone kind of here goes I mean there are a lot of public schools but they are very, very similar. They all start like at 7.45 in the morning, which is to me, like our lifestyle, that's just a little crazy. And it's actually something that makes my life just less, less quality, right? Like, really, I am an early riser, but at this season of my life, you know, getting all the kids ready, 
I would definitely benefit from something that would allow me to be home more with my kids and to maybe start at nine o'clock, um, have someone actually come and work with them while I'm here also. That's something I would actually like to have in my life to have the option to have my kids at home and be more of an influence on them versus them having to be at the school every single day. There's not even an option. You can't say, well, I would like to travel for a bit. You can literally only travel when the sc when school's out and there's no option to say, well, maybe for this year we'd like to just do homeschooling because we want to travel a lot and then we'll just study on the road. Literally, you, ha you would have to ask permission from the school and the chances that they will say yes are very slim because they take this very seriously here that there is a school obligation. You have to go to public school. And if not, they're going to come for you. They're, literally, they could put you in jail if you don't put your kid in the public school. So there's no option. And I would love to have that option because my lifestyle as like someone who works online, I have my own business. I can, you know, I, I worked so hard so that I can live my life on my own terms. And this is one of the things where I'm dictated by outside uh, circumstances that here in Germany, I can't really, there, there's nothing I can do about it really. It's, it's the law and I have to abide by the laws here. <sighs> One other thing is that I would really like to have a house with a lot of space. Now I talked about my dream home here in Germany, which is going to cost anywhere between like 1.3 and 1.5 million. And it's nothing fancy, nothing. It's a small piece of land. And it's a home with three bedrooms, um, two baths, and uh, that's pretty much it. Nothing fancy, nothing big. And I would love to have more space around me. I would love to not have the next door neighbor like like just a few few feet away from my wall. I would love to have more land. I would love to have the option if I wanted to... Um, If you don't know this, I used to have five horses way back in time. I used to be a horseback rider. I went to competitions, horseback riding competitions every weekend. I did dressage and the hurdle jumping. Had five horses and that was my life. Mm, what if I ever wanted maybe a pony for my children? What if they wanted a pony? I really can't do this here. I mean, if I did it, it we would have to you know have it somewhere else and then it's a lot of money that you have to pay for you know a stable that you're renting and then other people doing all the work and I would love to have the option what if we wanted to have some chickens and have our own fresh eggs literally I can't here because we're inside of the town and it's just not allowed uh also if you, you know if we did have a dog again And cats, it's really hard. I'm afraid the cats are going to get run over by cars because we live in the middle of the town. And a dog, we, we definitely always have to walk the dog. And we can't just open the door and let him out. We have a yard, but then, you know, it's, it's not big. And I would love to have the option. What if I wanted to have a little hobby farm? I love homesteading and all that stuff. I just love it. But I can't here because literally you cannot buy a house that is not in town. And um, those are just some limitations here that are just dictated by, you know, there's, there's nothing I can do about it because it's, it's just the circumstances that are here. 
and it's just really working in me what like for one million what I could get for one million here in Germany and what I could get in the US in some areas that are more rural you know not California San Diego San Diego or something but what if I like the mid middle uh, the Midwest somewhere not close not that close to a city not too far but a little bit out um, maybe have a hobby farm I mean for one million There's a lot I could get there. And I have this dream home. You know, I want this nice big kitchen where, with, with a bar in the middle where all the kids and my guests can sit. And I'm just, you know, I'm thinking about like, what is home? You know, what is home? I really define home. This is the place where my loved ones are. So wherever my loved ones are, that's where I'm going to feel at home. And if I knew I had the money to fly business class, Then, you know, if I lived in the States, then coming to Germany two or three times a year with my kids, going business class where it's not horrible to go on that long flight, but it's it's a little bit more comfortable. I mean, I've flown economy and business, uh, economy lots of times and business a couple times going back and forth between the US and Germany makes such a huge difference to go business class. But if I knew I could be in business class with my kids, And then I could come anytime to Germany. Whereas if we live in Germany, we cannot go and visit the US whenever. We can only go in the summer, which here in Germany, there's only six weeks of summer break, end of July till middle of um, September. So that's very limiting. And in Texas, it's going to be very hot then. It's a little too hot. So maybe May or June would be a perfect time to be in Texas or October, November. That's really nice there. And... Um, It's just, it's just a limiting factor. So I'm, it's really working inside of me again. So I'm going to share with you that the reason why it's working in me is because it has, I have never put it aside. It is active all the time inside of me. I've thought about this so many times and I actually follow a lawyer who puts out videos on YouTube about getting a green card. Um, there's, I've looked for ways and there is one way that I might be able to get a green card if I decided this is what I want to do. And it's through the EB1A application. And this is for individuals with extraordinary skill or something like that. And if I could make a case and prove that in my industry, I'm one of the leaders um, as an artist, and as a vocalist and as a coach, if I could make a case and prove that, you need to fulfill three of 10 points. So, you, you know, one of them is like you can have published something or um, you also, it can be that you judged um, something. There are all these criteria and I feel like I could prove the case that I fulfill at least three of them. If I had a good lawyer, that could be a way to get a green card. So it's definitely working. I mean, I've, I've followed that lawyer for, I don't know, a couple years at least. And I'm in this Facebook group about people from Germany who, you know, who, who immigrate to the United States. Why am I in all these groups? Because it's been in the back of my mind. I, I, I've always wondered, like, hmm, I think maybe I'm going to do this someday. So right now I'm not sure. And also the thing about meeting my life partner for some reason, and I don't know why that is. So 
I always have a feeling like my future life partner, my future husband is, is an American. I don't know why I'm thinking that. It's just a feeling that I have every time I'm trying, you know, to picture what it's going to look like and what it's going to feel like. And I kind of quote unquote talk to him. I think he's an American. I don't know why I'm thinking that. It's, it's just the impression I get. And also I feel, I don't know, like, you know, recently I've, I've been on some dating apps and I connect with guys. And here's the thing. It's like, to be to for me to be attracted to someone i don't know i sometimes think it's just really really hard because i look at most pictures and there has to be attraction definitely and i look at them and i'm thinking no way you know if you're thinking no way there's no way i mean there's like i'm open-minded but every time i've tried to just talk myself into well maybe he'll grow on you and you know the character is the most important thing. It's really not about the outside. It's all about the inside. The truth is I'm still a physical being. I'm inside of this physical body and it is not irrelevant. No matter how much I tried to convince myself ever that this is going to be okay and I'm eventually maybe going to be attracted because the guy is such a beautiful person, it never worked. Never, never. Not even close. My feelings never changed about the physical. So unless there is some kind of a spark physically in the beginning, there it's just not going to work. And it feels like it's really hard for me to get that spark. And I just don't know why. I feel like most German guys my age, I, I just don't know what it is. It feels like I sometimes cannot believe they're my age. I'm like, what? They're my age. It, it, to me, it seems like they're like 60 years old. I, I don't know why I'm thinking that. Um, I bet it doesn't have to do with anything German. But it, it's just, I guess it's just the way, it's my experience in life. Um, subconsciously, maybe I'm looking for an American. I don't know why it is. And it's not because I want to get a green card, um, you know, because of maybe I'm going to get married to him. I want to be very independent. I want to be self-sufficient. Um, but this is just something that's working in me. So I just wanted to share that. I don't know where that is going to lead. It's just something that's on my radar right now. And subconsciously, I'm looking for ways. Income goals. Let me share that with you. So I have literally created time to do all the things I needed to do in order to create more income. And my one month of opera class, it's going really well. I have nine wonderful singers in there. And uh, I'm absolutely certain that I can help them take their singing skills to the next level. It's a lot of fun for me. Um, opera is my, you know, it's what I studied in college and it's what I'm really good at. And so it's really fun. So my income goal for October was 7K. For November, 8.5K. And for December, 10K. So... I achieved the 7k. I actually exceeded that. And as of now, when I look at the last 30 days of revenue, that is not including my YouTube AdSense. I'm just looking at the course sales that I've been doing. I'm looking at 8,893. So, well, I'm going to look again at the end of November. 
I did some of the one-on-one coachings I sold and um, one of them still, well, two of them still coming up next week. But um, again, you know, it's not about just making money. It's about creating the value. And here's the thing, our mindset amount about money sometimes, the problem is that we feel like it's greedy if we just want money. And, you know, even in the Bible, it doesn't say money is the root of all evil. It just says the love of money is the root of all evil. Now, the fact is we need money for certain things. And in order to make things possible, we need money. In order for me to have a house, I need money. In order for me to have a car, I need money. In order for me to like, do things with my children and to go out there and to buy food and you know, to drive somewhere, I need money. So money only serves as a vehicle to do things in life. I don't even care about fancy clothes or jewelry or anything like that. I don't care about it. I care about the experiences, but those do cost money. Um, so the money thing, a lot of times we feel like, oh, I'm not supposed to be greedy. It's what we're always taught, but you're not greedy. You are just trying to create the lifestyle that you desire. And that doesn't always have to do just with material things. Now, a lot of, it, like, again, those material things are vehicles. So in order for me to create videos that have good audio and video to where people want to watch them, I need a camera. And that camera costs money. Right now, I'm actually pretty much in need of a new phone. I still have the iPhone 6S. Yes, I still have that. Because I don't care about fancy stuff. But right now, it's really getting to its limit. I have some of those apps, like video apps. We can do some really cool stuff. And I'm doing shorts every day, like for TikTok and for YouTube and for Instagram. We're doing those short videos that are up to a minute. And my phone, it's just... Let's just say it's beyond what it needs to be, what it can do, what it was created to do. And it's it's slow, it's bumpy, and it's not creating the quality of video I would like because it is bumpy. It's not like the it can't compute. It's just not fast enough. And I can tell that some of those apps are like beyond what this phone was created for. I will definitely soon have to get a new phone, maybe the iPhone 12 or 13. Where are we now? Are we at like 14 already? I have no idea. It's like it moves so fast. But these things just require money. And it's not because I'm greedy for money. It's just because in order to create, I need money. Also, I need to pay my team. By having a team surrounding me, I can create so much more cool stuff so I can help more people out there. So you need to sometimes examine your money mindset and don't tell yourself that it's a bad thing to want more money. It's just a vehicle. You're not greedy because you want more money. Okay, so I'm going to close with a quote by Frida Kahlo, the famous painter. And she said, I never paint dreams or nightmares. I paint my own reality. Just think about that. It's all about your perception and whatever you perceive. This is your truth and your reality. If you want your dreams to become reality, check out my mastermind group. You will surround yourself with me and individuals who, you know, will also raise your vibration so you achieve, you want to achieve better things and make your life better. 
And it's not about the money, but the money is the vehicle to make possible the lifestyle you desire, to do all the things you desire, to create the time so you have margin in order to experience all those things in your life. Check out findyourvoice.tv slash mastermind. And um, yeah, you're going to have me as a coach also on your side. Have a great day and always keep on dreaming big.